Thanks for being here. I'm Ludo. And I'm Marge. And this is Speak It Out, a podcast by Shrink It Out. Here, we tell your stories and share our thoughts and encourage debate on psychological and social well-being. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Today, we were going to talk about the need for control, a very important topic that influences so many aspects of our lives. Okay, so what comes to mind to you when I say the, the need for control, since it's so complex? Um, I think a lot of things come to mind when I think of control. Uh, so generally, the definition of control is that it's uh, how a person tries to regulate themselves or their environment. Um, I think that there are like both positive and negative aspects to control. So it is definitely a human need um, to control things and feel like we have self-determination, autonomy, uh, relational control with the people in our lives because we need to meet other needs. So, um, you know, the need for belongingness, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but at the same time, when the need for control becomes controlling something um, and brought and is brought to an extreme, well, then that, can be very damaging to to the person uh, because you like you might start engaging in uh, behaviors that give you a sort of illusion of control. You start engaging, you you start exerting control in aspects of your life which you can't actually control, or that give you the perception that you're controlling yourself or your uh, or your life that you're giving it structure when actually you're just creating more anxiety and frustration. Exactly. Um, so yeah, definitely it's important to make this distinction that you said between like a need we have of control in our lives. It's not like everything mm-hmm. can be out of our control. Um, in psychology, this is called locus of control. So if we have an internal locus of control, uh, um, we perceive that our, that we are able to self-determine ourselves that we have influence on our actions and on the outcome of things this is much more motivating much more um, helpful for us to to thrive in our life Uh, so definitely it is important but when brought to an extreme which is mostly what we will focus on today it uh, can be very detrimental okay so first of all I wanted to maybe we can talk about like in general what we think of ourselves like Mm -hmm. are we controlling people um in what aspects of your life do you think control falls into the most uh so I actually thought about this a lot because while I was growing up I never saw myself as someone who uh needed control or that was controlled over something and I used to think of control maybe a bit too um in a narrow way so I thought that it would it was only reflected, like, for example, in man- in manipulation between people or in relationships. Um, but then lately I started to reflect so much more on it and I realized that actually it can be in, uh, in any aspect of our lives. I think for me personally, the biggest aspect in which I exert control is uh, my plans. So the not the routine, so not necessarily how I go about my day, but if I plan something, for example, like a dinner with friend or um, a get-together or just even cooking a meal, if it's done in the presence of other people, so in a social situation, I have the need to control 
um, that everything goes perfectly, that other people tell me what they want, when, what time are they arriving, um, how they want it a certain way. And so yeah, I have this sense that if I don't do that, then I get anxious and I get really frustrated as if, um, as if something is like personally attacking me. Like why are people um, not seeing that I need this and this is for the good of everyone for things to go well? Yeah, I think that's very interesting and it's also very, very common, I would say. Um, and the frustration that arises is is really it's sometimes really interesting to me because you don't understand where it stems from in the moment like the person who is uh wanting to control the whole plan situation is getting mad at something because maybe something popped up and so or something like changed the direction of the plans and maybe that were the initial plan that per yeah. that thing would have suited the person you know like for yeah. example if you have to go in a restaurant and uh the and it's fully booked and you change restaurant maybe it's not like you don't like the other restaurant it's the fact that the plan changed yeah that frustrates exactly but the what's person. the paradox about control is that we literally put it in things that we cannot control so yeah. we we do it to ourselves essentially because yeah. why would i ever want to control something that i already know that i can't control to begin with and then when I see that I can't, I get frustrated. So like it's a self-perpetuating cycle of something that I know won't, you know, like won't bring me any satisfaction anyways. And I could just say, okay, I'm going to enjoy the second restaurant. But I think my ego yeah. and my pride is just attacked by like, yeah. why couldn't we go to that first restaurant yeah. instead? But what, what do you think this stems from? Like why do, for example, uh, I notice a lot of people have this, but... And it's mostly in group dynamics, right? Yeah, for me it is. Uh, so like, I know so many people have this and I ha don't have it at all. And I've always asked myself, like, where do you think the, this stems from? Um, so it's really hard to understand, obviously, what precedes this need that I have uh, to control my plans. But I think it is mainly from responsibility. So from the role that I perceive I have or the other people um, see in me so for example the role I might have in my friend group or in my family so in general I think I've always been the person who you know um, who other people look up to to like when there's something to cook or something to prepare uh, they people rely on me mm -hmm. and that is a nice thing like I like the fact that people are able to rely on me for these things but I think then maybe I take it a bit too much within the person that I am and that I can't step back from that and that I and I I feel that in these social situations I am the one that has to be responsible if I am not that person no one else will do it and maybe I even find myself thinking no one else can do it better than me mm -hmm. so I I like I put it on myself it's, it's self-fulfilling then I think okay I have this responsibility I'm, I'm gonna try and, and draw a scenario if we're gonna have dinner tonight we we didn't plan anything on the cooking we didn't say who's gonna cook or who's gonna come but I immediately think I am the person that has to cook so I'm gonna ask you in the morning what do you guys want to eat and you're gonna be like okay the hell Ludo it's morning Mm -hmm. But I feel like if I don't ask that question, then you might think of me like, why is Ludo not preparing for tonight? Mm -hmm. um, and then if you don't give me a fixed answer, you say, oh, just prepare whatever you want. I feel frustrated because 
I sense that you are not uh, seeing this need that I have. And then... Yeah, and it, it... It gets in the way of me controlling that thing. Yeah, and, and it, it feeds into the fact that, like, of course, it comes down to the role you have in a particular group dynamic. And if you are always the person taking the responsibility for things, then people will start giving up that responsibility and just going... Give for, it to you. Yeah, go, well, going with the flow and just assuming that you're going to be exactly. the person cooking. and. Maybe it's sometimes just fulfilling the fact that if for once you don't want to be the person cooking and you just let go of that control, Mm -hmm. then people will be surprised by it. And then you feel like you still have to keep that responsibility, which it does sometimes happen. Mm -hmm. Like I've tried to give it up a little and maybe people are like, oh, Ludo, why are you not doing this? Or why are you not doing that? Or Ludo, help me, you know, Um, but, you know, I really try to to take a step back or see it as like. A normal thing like yeah. not as a trigger for me needing to control like maybe they just genuinely want my help and not yeah. seeing that i am the person that has to do it yeah, yeah. Um, also because in the end if you don't give up that control and if you continue feeling responsible first of all you like always have to engage in taking the lead and doing these things even moments in which you don't want to do it and also like your frustration comes across and is not understood by other people and they might think of you like as an overly structured person who uh, needs to know what they're gonna eat at at 9 a.m for like that night well probably it's not like if it wasn't you just putting it on yourself it wouldn't be like that you know and everything could be much more spontaneous and when i'm alone i don't have this at all um so it is very much in relation to others yeah and uh we have we received a voice recording by a person who kind of thinks the same way and we wanted to share it with you so i would say that i am rather a um free spirit. I don't really feel often the need to be in control of everything, especially when I'm doing activities with others, for example. However, there are times in which that does really come out strongly. And those are situations in which, for example, I have organized an event or like a party or or something of some kind. And I'm really, really, really looking forward, really eager to make sure it comes out well. Yeah, so this is very related to what you're saying. So in mm-hmm. terms of responsibility and also maybe like people like not realizing the energy and time you have invested in yeah. something and then this yeah. coming in like in a way of wanting to control. Definitely, because that's another aspect of it. Then thinking that because I am responsible for that, then I invest time in it, um, like even hours of my day it has happened Mm -hmm. and then I see that other people don't see my effort or they don't respect it or they just want to change plans or they want to yeah and I take that as a personal attack when they didn't even know of my effort so how could have they known so yeah yeah that's very interesting and so yeah you said that this is really influenced by group dynamics but there are also people who have it within like between themselves and their routines so it's more self-focused yeah and they want to um like they plan their day and they kind of have a to-do list and it's like they want they have to meet all these points to reach a certain fulfillment and if something comes up it um influences 
how they see themselves maybe as like worthy maybe is an extreme but also like as capable of reaching the goals they had set for themselves and that leads to an extreme level of control in a day i think that is um an extremism of self-regulation because i do personally believe that it is good if i have a you know a general structure of my day i want to do this and that and i can be planned and um and follow it but yeah when when not sticking to that brings anxiety or frustration into people then i mean that is kind of counterproductive because then everything you do you're just doing it because then you need to move on to the next thing and it is i can't i can only imagine that it must be very heavy to like yeah um to have that weight i was talking to a friend once and i remember um she was telling me about how she had like in moments in which she had an external pressure like for example an exam to prepare in which she felt she had a lot to have more structure than usual and she felt like more things can come up to make her lose control that was when like her controlling was at its peakest and everything she did had to have a component of control from like uh food uh the workouts and like becoming sleep sleep um like becoming this very extremely regulated and disciplined person which in the end did not give her any type of freedom but like was controlling her it was more like she was exerting control and things which were controlling her uh which was very interesting to me like yeah definitely yeah, because like you said, then it leaves no space for freedom and for, um, you know, taking time off because almost as if time off is seen also either as a duty mm-hmm. or um, as something that can't fit with other things because it is not, let's say, seen as like a regulation. Yeah, and it it relates so much to like not listening to yourself and not trusting your intuition and your basic needs Needs, like there's no need for you to control uh your okay maybe like give a structure to your sleeping schedule yes but for example with food and like these basic things there's it's one of the things that has to remain most free um and that does not have to have this element of control because apart from the fact that it can become very dangerous it is completely denying your basic needs and your intuition which you should trust I think there's a misconception with um, control in routines because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people draw the conclusion that people who have a structure, a super structured day are balanced people. Mm, yeah. And this balance thing really sometimes <laughs> triggers me because yeah. I'm all for balance. Um, but, you know, balance means moderation. And if you are taking your routine and your structure to an extreme I'm sorry, but I don't think that is balance because no, it, it can be balanced in the sense that it can fit all in your day, but you're not going inside of yourself. You're no. not going to be balanced. No, exactly. Balance is about respecting your needs and like listening uh, to your body uh, and to your yeah, mind and to like, anything like regulating what you need in that moment. It's not about an external force yeah. that has to like it's not extrinsic to you. It's much more intrinsic. So I think maybe in this period in which there was quarantine and our days seemed so unstructured and we felt the need of putting a structured routine, it's good, but realize when 
the control we're giving to our day is not giving us freedom, but it's giving us anxiety. That is the moment in which we have to give up control. Yes, I think. Agree. Then I think something that is also related to um, routines and obviously control in general is when people cannot tolerate the uncertainty of an outcome. So like I said, for me earlier, I think my source of control is responsibility. Intolerance of uncertainty can be another source. Um, and I think we have a, someone who sent us a voice message talking about this. I've noticed that I have a desire for certainty and control, especially in the moments when it comes to the future plans. Also, I have the same feeling when I have a certain to-do list with a, a lot of bullet points, let's say, and I have a feeling that I can't manage it. So when I'm in control of my tasks organization, I feel like I'm more efficient because then it means that I'm slowly achieving the outcomes I have set in mind. So I feel at peace knowing that everything goes smoothly and according to the plan, whereas when things go out of order, the anxiety levels go up dramatically. Yeah, so this has much uh, has a lot to do with, as she said, a tolerance for uncertainty. And uncertainty is so controversial in a way that if something positive is happens and there's uncertainty in it, it almost amplifies how positive yeah. it is. But Agreed. it also amplifies the, how negative, like if something that you didn't expect yeah. happens and it's negative, then it probably takes a toll on you more yeah. than it would if you expected it so that's what maybe why we feel like we have to expect things so that we can control them and we can you know yeah i think the i think the issue of uncertainty is very existential in a in a sense because we do kind of walk the earth mm-hmm. and not knowing what is going to happen to us in a second mm-hmm. and i understand that not having this um not having this certainty of what is going to happen to me in a day, in two years, in five years can be very, very, um, can be a huge source of anxiety for, for people. Yeah, and it can bring them to have to plan excessively and have to have a to-do list because we have so limited things that yeah. we feel like we have the con- have control on that uh, like at least we have to put, you yeah. know, like those goals for the day so that that's a minimum control we yeah. can have. But again, this is an illusion of control because setting a plan for tomorrow is not going to remove the possibility of something else to come up. Yeah. Because so again, is we we try to to fee, to fill that intolerance of uncertainty with a plan, but it's actually not solving the problem. It's just solving our need for control. Yeah, um, that's true. It's definitely interesting. And I guess it's especially hard for people who have a low tolerance for uncertainty if they're surrounded by people who are more tolerant and are more spontaneous and they want to fill their day with little things like the pressure to having to join and like having to under- be happy about yeah, it, like, to react positively to like immediate last minute plans is a lot of pressure and it probably makes you even more frustrated and increases your level of anxiety and does not let you give up the control that maybe if you had more space for it you would eventually lessen your control so I think one thing we can do is definitely instead of expressing the resentment of for example when someone proposes a last minute plan and it's giving us anxiety because you don't know where to fit it in your day just say it like it's easier said than done probably but if you say like 
this thing gives me anxiety because I had this planned for the day and I'm sorry that um, maybe yeah. this thing was important to you, but I, I have to understand whether I want to do it or if it gives me more anxiety than pleasure, yeah, you know? It can untangle all the feelings that come along with it. So yeah. there's not going to there's not necessarily going to be resentment towards the person who planned something. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel less guilty because if they are your friends yeah. and they are going to understand you. And also it probably can reduce the ang- the frustration and the anxiety that you have, yeah. even maybe slightly. And if you are instead a very spontaneous person, try trying to understand that people vary in their tolerance for uncertainty and that some people are not okay with you saying things last minute or like feeling and that you shouldn't pressure them to do things just because you think that they could fit them in their day is important like pressure is not the way to solve giving up control so even just on how we say things like maybe instead of saying okay tomorrow we're going here Mm -hmm. maybe say tomorrow i thought of going here if you want to come with me you can join exactly and it's obviously it's different for different people because sometimes i need someone that tells me tomorrow we are going because i need that push but it's not the same for everyone so yeah and realize that you'd also like this is a thing about controlling others it's not it's not like if you have a plan that you want to go somewhere then you need all your friends to go there at the same time. Like, you can do your thing, you can be independent, and you can give the others the freedom to, to, to say if yeah. they want to join or not. Don't feel like you have to control them, because that will not help at all. And we have a friend who talked a lot about um, how control gives her anxiety and frustration, and this is what she has to say about it. Control. I think control plays a quite important role in my life. Um, maybe not a really positive one uh, because I really tend to control or try to <laughs> control uh, mostly my day. So what, what happens to me uh, the next day or like the next week. But that is really hard because <laughs> it's, um, every day is different and every time, there, every time something pops up, uh, something unexpected, which can, which can be also something really nice, like a trip with friends, uh, gives me stress and anxiety. So I think, yeah, mm, control is a big part of my life and it gives me structure, but at the same time, it makes me stress over things which shouldn't be stressful for me. So, yeah. So, yeah, we can tell from what she's saying that even though unexpected things can be nice or that control gives her structure in her day, um, it is mainly a source of, of frustration and, and anxiety. And there is a preconditioned idea that is attached to uncertainty that is already negative. So although it might be positive, the person perceives that it's going to be negative and they can't get yeah. away from this. Um, yeah. Anyway, so far we talked about control in terms of plans and routines, uh, what we're going to do this afternoon and tomorrow. Um, but obviously there are a lot of different types of, of control in other domains of our life as well. Um, you haven't really agreed on anything that we said so far. Actually, you said that you can't relate to most mm. things. So I wanted to ask you if there is something in your life that you feel like you do control. Yeah, no, I, I can't like, oh, there were moments in my life in which I could relate to these things, but in general, I don't think it's something that... Uh, directs my like control in that sense does not guide me as much as maybe it does for other people 
um, but I have control for me is much more related to a sense of self-control in relation especially in relations to others so especially in how much I in how people perceive me um, in terms of uh, like impression the impression I give off off of myself so it's a lot about social appearance yeah I, I would say it's about social appearance but also with it then it comes becomes so internalized that I have even with myself and like uh, even when it's just me myself and I you know and also with my most intimate friends uh, I don't know I have struggled a lot with people telling me to like let go of like maybe in social events like come on like loosen up like let go your boundaries um you know like don't be so composed all the time it's something that I hear a lot and it's really hard for me because when people tell me these things I don't even know where to start like Mm -hmm. I have no clue what that means you know like I, I see people losing like yeah like letting go letting go and like lowering their walls and their boundaries and it looks like really fun (laughs) a really fun experience (laughs) but it's something that I find really hard and like I really wouldn't know where to start you know so because you're saying you wouldn't know where to begin so are you hinting um that maybe it is something that you want to do or it's something that actually you're not interested in and you are okay with how you are right now Mm, no I think like sometimes I'm in some situations like this is my way of loosening up and having fun and people are just not understanding it and they expect me to like do more do more and but I am actually really chill and really enjoying the event or whatever I'm at Mm -hmm. so that thing I don't really have an interest in changing but sometimes especially with my closest friends I feel like it, my need for self-control and my need for composure looks like I wanna. I don't want them to be close to me or like I'm not showing my true self or like I'm keeping them away and pushing them away from my zone of intimacy. And this hurts me at sometimes also because maybe I see people bonding more in that sense and I would think that I would want that as well, but then I can't let go of my self-control. Yeah, so oh, it's definitely really interesting. I think another question I want to ask you is where, um, so I'm assuming there's like some judgment involved and if it's more self-judgment, so if you would probably judge yourself and so you control this social appearance not to judge yourself or if you think other people are going to judge you. I guess it's both, but it's really related to exposure and the embarrassment I feel in being like exposed not being exposed but like in exposing myself like I feel like when you lose control of your your self-control and you let down your walls then it's like I don't know why since that more attention is directed towards you and like you also set the bar of self-control maybe differently than I do yeah. because maybe something for me is not losing my control mm-hmm. but for you it is so it's yeah like it's 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 kind of an intolerance of uncertainty but related to an uncertainty of the possibility of feeling embarrassed for yeah. something yeah, yeah, yeah. like imagine if I loosen up right now and I do something that embarrasses me then I know that I can't 
tolerate that. You know, yeah. I can't tolerate that so feeling. Intolerance for embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yes. No, it's super insightful, actually. <laughs> so to wrap up a little bit our conversation that we had here today, um, control seems to be something that is very present in our lives. It definitely sources from different things. So we said intolerance of uncertainty or embarrassment or responsibility. It is exerted on different things and it affects us in different ways. For sure, there are so many more types of mm -hmm. controls or areas of life in which it can come out. And we are definitely interested in knowing uh, your experience with control, how it affects you, and if it is something that you are trying to work on um, to let go. Or instead, if you feel like it doesn't affect you that much and you're more of a free spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to us and see you in the next episode. Bye.